I do. This is Paul. Before we get going, I want to give a shout out to BattleBards, who do awesome audio and let us use it for free, which is great of them. So thank you very much, BattleBards. Go down to BattleBards.com and check out the latest offers. I'm also going to plug How We Roll. You might get tired of me plugging How We Roll, but they are awesome and uh, we love them all. But they've just started a new story arc playing through the newly published Pulp Cthulhu. And it's being run for them by Mike Mason of Chaosium, which is awesome. So go listen to that, leave them some reviews and donate to their Patreon because they deserve it. But if you also catch them when they're playing on Twitch, you can make donations and suggest manias for them. So what I want you to do is go on there, donate something to give a character a mania and make it that they can't stop plugging Swordnut Radio. I'm sure Joe will love that. On with the episode. Hi, welcome to Swordnut Radio. This episode is our fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons campaign, Doors. We pick up immediately where we left off last week, with the party caught between a giant, roiling mass of cats shaped like a cat for some reason, and its scratching post. Stay tuned after the end credits for some feedback and bloopers. The episode title, as chosen by the Swordmasters on Twitter, is Peak D&D. Enjoy! When Karahad starts to move away, his accoutrements around him kind of give him away. And you didn't quite manage to square away that coil of rope. You know what's funny? I was thinking, I've got some rope myself. I was thinking of running around the tree with it. I was thinking, do I have any shiny surfaces to kind of like shine a spot of light on the floor in front of it? As about seven feet of rope trail behind you, this monster immediately stops transfixed and looks at it and its shoulders come down its hindquarters come up and it starts to shake a little everyone roll initiative please good oh that, that could have been better oh that's horrible oh god that's even worse um yeah we've all rolled really badly tonight six six um four for me and um one I think for fuzz Jesus. 19. 19. Awesome. (laughs) And uh, we'll say Jace will go after Karahad. So he can give you advantage on your next turn. Jesus Christ, Tom, you only had a new one last week. Oh, no, this is the the old one. Oh, it's the old one. Oh, right, now I see why you go, a new one. Yeah. (laughs) Karahad, the beast is about to leap. What do you do? About six months ago when we started this, I wrote down in my equipment that I have a hunting trap. <laughs> it's in your backpack. <laughs> I, will give you, I will give you one round to get it out, if you like, but it will, take, it will be your action to take it out. That's what she said. Yeah. And you get no move. That's fine. Okay. So you see this, this thing happen, you're like, just describe how you can, just describe this, because this is <laughs> fucked up. This, this beast is like, and about to pounce. <laughs> And I'm just very softly, just, just looking at my bag, and I'm just like... <laughs> Describe people, this is radio. <laughs> and then I lift the lever. Lever? On the hunting trap. Okay, yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm thinking like a giant mouse trap type thing. <laughs> <laughs> Five feet. <laughs> like, pull it back to your little spring click. And then I'm just like, yeah, kitty. <laughs> okay. Uh, the the beast is going to make a wisdom check against your make a bluff check for me, please. Right, sorry, a deception or animal handling, your choice. Yeah. Um, sorry, just deception. Yeah, I'm going for animal handling. That's uh, fourteen. Fourteen versus a oh my god uh, versus a three. <laughs> so the the beast is transfixed and it rushes towards you and um, goes straight towards the trap. Okay, so the, the the cat pounces towards it and you sort of had had the, the 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 presence of mind to actually like put the trap over the the little trail of rope type thing. And it pounces towards okay. it and um, does it say how much damage it does? No, I just wrote down hunting trap. Sorry. Call it a one d twelve. Okay. Uh, one, if I'm 1d12 plus 4, let's say, because let's say it's a fucking bear trap that you've got, rather than a mouse trap. 8. The, the trap comes down and cuts one of the cats forming its paw yeah. in half, mm-hmm. but there seems to be no impact whatsoever as the roiling mass of cats just fills the space. And to add to that, if if you or one of your companions harms the target, the spell ends. So all the calm kitties are now furious. No! <laughs> 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 so anything we achieved with that spell is now lost. We didn't achieve anything. The, 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 the tentacle cat things, like, the, like almost like two different two tails rise up. Um, and like whipping around on its back. I, you know what, I keep, the thing, the image I keep on getting with this is the human centipede, but that doesn't really work, so I'm going to say it's a caterpillar. <laughs> it is. Jace, what's Jace going to do? Where is he and what's he going to do to give someone advantage? He could, like, you know, jump over it and pull its tail or something. Yeah, usually he's hiding behind my shield, but, like, now I've been faffing around with this something trap, he's probably been trying to get away from that madness. Should we just random it? One, two, three helps one of one of us. Sure. Okay. Three, so me. Okay. Okay, so how's he gonna help you? He is gonna help me by because um, he knows I'm like the spellcaster of the group and therefore I it's probably best to keep me out of direct contact with this thing. So he's just gonna kinda of position himself between us with like his what what's he got? He's got like rapier or something or a cutlass he's, he's got a, a great big uh, long sword which is curved. Right, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so he's going to kind of position himself and kind of like, you know, basically try and defend me a little bit. Okay. Give, give me the opportunity to do something. Okay, so that's going to give you uh, <clears throat> advantage on your next go. Gimbal! Now, the thing's practically on Karahad right now. So, Cloud of Daggers is going to affect Karahad because it's a five foot cube. How big is this thing? Um, a, a large lion. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so this has worked really well for Gimbal so far. So a gimbal's just going to cast Cloud of Daggers, but not at its front end where um, Karahad has stood. He's going to cast it about... He's going to go for a soft spot. So he's going to cast it about halfway back down the thing, as close as he can get to his stomach. Flanking doesn't count in this, does it? So That would be taking an action to give advantage, would be, mm. would be flanking. All right, then. 
um, Gimbal's going to run towards the scratching tree. Run towards the scratching tree. Yep. Uh, how you, far away? My movement is 25 feet. That's about 60 feet away. You are. Um, you did say you were right in front of it, so as you run away, it's going to um, take a swipe at you. I just said I was right in front of it. You just said you were right in front of it. Um, you said, because Gimbal's right in front of it, I'm not going to go for right in front of me, I'm going to go for halfway Armin down Karahad. it. Ah, um, you said Gimbal. So, um, and I'm going to be a bad DM today. Uh, so that is a... Does a 12 hit your AC? It does not. Fuck you. So um, it, it reaches out and it's this, this uh, whip of cats sort of rushes at you. And they all seem to like, elongate their bodies and stuff, but you just get out of range of the the cat at the end trying to claw you out. And it, you, you, you clearly see it like you know, it's, it's, its mouth open. He's, he's trying to kill you, um, which seems ludicrous because it's, it's a tiny cat. Yeah. So, to be fair, it's a gimbal. It's going to be a bit, pretty big fucking cat. Rue! I'm trying with the idea of um, creating the minor illusion of a bright spot of red light in front of it. But, as soon as they haven't been invented yet, I am going to cast Shatter on this thing. Go for it. I'm going to ring it out because. Um, no, you, 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 you do the thing. What do I have to roll? Do I have to roll a saving throw? Constitution saving throw. And if it fails, it takes half damage. Okay. If it fails? I mean, if it succeeds, it takes half damage. Sorry, yeah, yeah. If it, if, if it fails, it's, if, if it fails its save, it takes full damage. If it succeeds, it takes half damage. Okay, uh, so that roll is a five. Roll your damage. That's two, three, uh, eleven damage. Your, your, your spell sort of coalesces in front of the thing. The shockwave lashes out towards it. The cats completely disperse and then reform entirely. It takes half damage on a failed save. This you, you get you very much get a feeling this did not do all the damage it should have done. You hit it square on and it didn't do half the damage you thought it would do. Okay. What was the, what was what was the damage though? Uh 11. 11. 11. 11. Yeah. Okay, so half that rounded down is 5. Okay. And Fuss? Um, yeah, Fuss doesn't want to go anywhere near this thing. Um, you know, he knows better than to go near anything with that many claws. So what he's going to do is he's going to fly around kind of above this thing, trying to distract it. Okay. Uh, how would you do that? What what kind of check would you make to do? Oh wait a minute! I got a vert. I had advantage on that. So does that mean that the key... uh, that was not a roll? It's not a d twenty roll. I can't have an can't have an advantage on a non d twenty roll. Does it not translate to oh. like the creature gets disadvantage or something like that? Nope. Okay, shame. Okay, so Fuss is going to fly around above this thing, trying to distract it by kind of like darting in just close enough for it to take a swipe at it and then nipping out again. Well. Not ever. Tra- so he's going in and he's taking the dodge action. Yes. Okay. Uh, roll me a uh, performance, shall we? That's a thirteen. Based. In fact, no. Sorry. Let's just make it a, a straight dex because this is this is a difficult thing to do. If he's trying to distract it, it's a straight dex. Fifteen. The cat thingy is going to have a, a disadvantage on its next single attack as it tries to get fuss. Unless it's going for fuss. Um, Karahad. Um, while I'm standing right in front of it, I want to try and 
stab it in the neck. Just yeah. give my long sword. Just I know it might be a bit futile because it's a million cats in one, but just instinct of um, fighting takes over and stab you just, it in the face. Yeah, <laughs> basically, if, yeah. if your hunting trap don't work. In the real world, it is a very good safe option. If in doubt, stab it in the face. <laughs> Uh, so roll me to hit. So fifteen hits, do some damage. Six. You you stab you stab your your blade in. Uh, roll me a dexterity save, please. Actually, roll me a strength save. You have proficiency in that. So that's eleven. So you um you you stab in and you feel a weight on your sword. And you you drag it out and there's uh, a a cat impaled mm. on your sword. But you have you have the sense as you return to guard just to flick it off and send the. The corpse of this cat flying is a wet squelch into a tree. <clears throat> Fantastic. And okay. the beast lashes out. Do you want to do anything else? Yeah, could I use one of my... Yeah, so you've hit it, you want to make it do an effect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Can, I, uh, can I please do menacing attack? Yeah, what so does that do? When you hit the creature with a weapon attack, you can expand one superiority die to attempt to frighten the target. Mm-hmm. Um, you add the superior superiority die to the attack's damage roll, and the target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it is frightened of you until the end of the next turn. Okay, uh, so roll a d8. Four. And um, <clears throat> so it's two cats you pull out, uh, or as, as you flick one aside, um, you, you you see that there's uh, reforming around the hole you made, and you just quickly whip into the chaos and uh, and carve another one in half as it takes its place and your dc is going to be your strength modifier which is dc is uh, 1d10 no no your strength modifier what is it's, it oh strength sorry so that's plus five plus five yeah um plus your proficiency plus th- plus eight so that's 15 is your dc from now on uh, on all of those things, when it says makes a saving throw, the DC is that. It's 8 plus your proficiency plus your strength. Okay. So it's a 15. Uh, and it's a, what kind of saving throw is it? Yeah, wisdom saving throw, sorry. Okay. And that's a 10. No, it's frightened. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls, while the source of its fear is within line of sight. Which you are. Excellent. So yes. disadvantage while well, uh, sight. Okay. And it says the creature can't win, willingly move closer to the source of its fear. But I'm okay. right in front of it anyway. So, so you've just slapped yeah. it twice and, uh, and and dealt with its uh, cat viscera. And uh, Okay, so it's going to... Firstly, um, it's going to take a reflexive swipe at Fuss because Fuss is pissing it off. Does a... So with disadvantage, that's a 16 versus AC. Uh, yes. Five damage. Oy. And it then hits out at Karahad again, just reflexively, uh, which is a 12 versus your AC. 15. Doesn't hit you. Glances off your shield. Yeah. And it backs away five feet. Who is right next to it? It'd be, it would just be Karahad, just right next to it. Make an attack of opportunity, please. If you so desire, this will use up your reaction. So can I just have another go at it with my weapon now? Make another weapon attack, yeah? Yeah, yeah, okay. After having just skewered two cats, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, this is good. I'm going to just do it again and just just really stab right into the side of this thing. So that's 23. 
Oh, yes, yeah, gonna hit. Yeah. I just have this image of you pulling your sword out and there just being like a shish kebab of, of cats <laughs> on the end of your sword. Shish kitty. Yeah. Six again. Six damage. Which, depending on what takeaway you go to, might be not that far from the truth. And so you're sort of drilling the same hole over and over again. This is a, a technique that you, you, you've sort of developed is just, if in doubt, just stab at the same point and people assume you're going to go somewhere else and animals are trying to protect other things and, and sort of go a bit crazy. And if you just keep stabbing the same place, you might get there. So you're just drilling that same hole, just like fucking cats. Mm. Yeah. Um, and as you go in, um, the screaming, which is, it, it's, it, it sounds like someone trapped in a room on the other side of a castle that you're hearing through a um, a, a long stone hallway actually becomes really sharp like someone stood right next to you and it's just someone going and then it sort of returns after a little it sort of stops goes, and then returns to that generalised screaming like far away screaming sound um, what's Jace going to do? Uh, we've got to roll for the Jace thing again see who helps this time yeah yeah one two three one. So you. Okay, fuck. And now I don't know what I'm going to get him to do. Um, well, I've actually just run away from Jace, so it makes no it makes no sense for him to actually help me. He's doing some killer background poses <laughs> while the main fight's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I won't kick you in the back because um, I'm not paid high enough for this scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, Drinking in the back. <laughs> yeah, Gimbal's basically run away from the group to basically... Um, well, basically planning something. So... I'm actually going to say Gimbal's going to help Karahad this time. Uh, no, Gimbal, sorry, yeah. Jace is going to help Karahad this time. Um, so the, the cat's backed off about 10 feet. Yeah. So um, I'm going to say that um, Jace is going to sort of run to Karahad's side and basically try and distract the cat. You know, sort of divide its attention. Okay, Karahad, you're going to have advantage on your next attack, uh, should you wish. Jace will move with you. So if you move forward towards the cat, He'll move, he'll, he'll, it, it, we will have retconned that he's done that. Okay, thank okay. you. Sorry, um, just for my, my benefit, when, when you were stabbing the stabbing the stabbing the thing, you, you went in again, there was a scream, wasn't there? Yeah, a scream of a woman. Right, okay. Well, it is now. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. And the cat hoarder. <laughs> Gimbal, um, I want you to make me a. Perception check, please. With advantage, because you're getting so much help and you got away scot-free. 20. That tree is closer. That scratched up tree is closer. Okay. And there are some branches it didn't have. Like big branches hanging down, like on either side of it, that seem to be sort of jointed in the middle. It's definitely closer. Okay. It's now only about um, 20 feet away from you. It's like, as you break, broke towards it, it must have broke towards you and you thought you were going to have another huge run for this and it's just 20 feet away from you now. Uh, can I roll a perception on it as well? You just or... did. Oh, right, okay. Um, Gimbal... if, you want to, if you want to take your action mm -hmm. to make those checks, but you will have foregone your action okay. to do that. No, no, that's fair enough. Uh, so Gimbal is just going to shout quickly, Guys, bring it this way! And he's going to... Um, basically unsling the rope from his belt and start whirling it around like sort of cowboy style <laughs> that's what I think <laughs> okay is that your action so do you want to make an animal handling check to tempt sure. it over sure let's go with an animal handling check 
I never thought animal handling would be so useful. Yeah. 17. 17, yeah, you, you definitely catch its eyes, all 28 million of the fuckers. It's, uh, and it again seems like transfixed back and it's like, and it's, there's, there's, yeah, you can't really sort of see what's going on, but it's, it's it almost seems like it's, um, it, it's trying to decide among its thousands of minds what it's going to do. And, Rue? I, um, I'm going to take the spearhead. When you found spearhead that was the arrow, uh, I'm going to whip my belt off. I'm going to try and lash it to the end of my quarter staff to make a makeshift spear with it. That's. Ba- I- I'm also going to be backing towards the tree with uh, gimbal. Okay. I, d- I, don't, I don't know what his plan is. I, d- I don't understand what he's trying to achieve. But at the minute, nothing seems to be working. We might as well try it. So, do I need to do? It's going to take you uh, around to get the stuff out yep. of your backpack. Um, so that's all you've done, is, is you've moved and you've uh, got the stuff out of your backpack. So I'm not even doing the... Not quite there yet, that's yeah. six seconds. Okay. Okay. Fuss. Fuss is going to help me by... No, he's not. He's going <laughs> to... Uh, he, he's going to... Um, like... Well, I don't know what the fuck His poison is sticky and it sticks to the thing. To stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, fuck it. Uh, Fuss is going to... What is Fuss going to do? He's going to slap a bitch. That's what's going to happen. Oh, this could go wrong. Yeah, Fuss is going to try and sting the fucker. Okay, so it's basically an attack with plus four, which is, oh no, not his dice. I should have kept, oh no, yeah, uh, so um, 23 attack. Hits. And that's four plus one, d4 plus two, that's really weird. So, four, eight, ten. You sure? Hit. It says, yeah, hit four. Then in bracket, oh, yeah. 1d4 plus 2. Oh, 4 is the average damage. If you don't want to roll, it, oh, okay. as a DM, it always gives you the advantage of using All right, the average damage. In that damage. case, 6, piercing okay. damage, and the target must succeed in a DC uh, constitution check of 11, uh, versus 11. Succeeds. Succeeds. Okay, in that case, then. Um, Not poison, no further effects. Oh, it becomes poison for one hour. If, if it had failed, it would have fallen unconscious. Becomes poison for one hour? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so so Fuss comes down. Uh, you tell, tell me how he does this. What happens to this thing? Fuss is, you know, wheeling and dealing and, you know, ducking and diving and swooping in as these various kind of like tentacles of cats are coming at him. And just as one comes out to him, he just kind of flaps, flicks his tail at, at one of these tentacles and just kind of like nicks it on his way past. Cool. And that one cat that he's nicked looks very poorly. Yeah. And knew it. <laughs> I point my bum at you. <laughs> so um, now we just need to get him to do that like fifty thousand more times. Yeah. Uh, Carahat. I want to hit it again. <laughs> when in doubt, punch things. No, because I hear that screaming when I stabbed it. I want to see if I can try and make sense out of it again. Um, so this is going to be a cold shot so if you desperately want to do the same thing again you're going to have to roll with disadvantage okay that's fine yep yep roll with disadvantage but if um, does does the thing with uh, Jason affect this at all yeah because Jason can give you advantage advantage. Ah, I see yep so uh, it cancels out it's a straight roll okay next one well remembered three in (laughs) it three plus Always my oh, yeah, 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 true. So, so, so plus seven? Yes, that's ten, yeah. yeah. Still, you're yeah. still on beast mode, remember. Um, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't hit. 
Yeah. Um, you, you thrust in and it's got wise and, and the, the cat's yeah. rolling around to sort of move out of the way and sort of deflect your blade slightly. Yeah. You do have an action surge if you want to attack. Use up your precious, precious resources. That's true. Okay. Yeah, good man. Action surge. So just do me another attack. I always forget about the action surge. That's that's sixty. Uh, that's eighteen. Sorry, eighteen. Yeah, is gonna hit. Do some damage. Ten. Ten damage. So, so it's like your first stab was a faint, and then. So you're going to get your desired effect out of this. Um, so you describe it. When I finally get through, it's like the cats react like they know what's gonna happen when uh, from the last two like attempts. So the blue split seconds like breaks the, the this giant cat in half. And that's when I hear the, the screaming again. It reminds me of when I was stuck inside the shark and the, the feeling of um, terror and hopelessness I had then. Um, and that's what the, the cat is feeling. It's like it's being forced to do all this and it's not doing it on its own power. And you see, uh, as, as the, the, the cat separates as well, you, you see deep inside <clears throat> what looks for just just a moment just a moment what looks like human hair and skin but before you've got the chance to see what it really is it's closed up again okay. and the scream tears through as well the present scream not the the distant scream it reforms and it is absolutely pissed off it's still at disadvantage isn't it still frightened yeah. Okay. Is it fright? This frightened forever, or how, how long is it frightened for? I'm going to say if it doesn't say otherwise, it gets a saving throw every turn. I don't think it says. Oh, until the end of your next turn. Sorry. End of your next turn. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so yeah. it's no. So it's no yeah, longer yeah. frightened. All right. Yeah. So it is how I'm still poisoned. Oh no, we keep you know, one cat yeah, is one poisoned. poisoned. And could be the downfall though. <laughs> uh, which cat is poisoned? <laughs> the. Uh, all black one apart from its back leg is white. And where is that cat? That cat is on one of its tentacles that's writhing around in... Oh, in fact, it's writhing around in the air and it's kind of towards third quarter of it, towards the top. Works for me. So that tentacle lashes out a Karahad with disadvantage uh, because of that one sluggish kitty. And does a 12 hit racy. 15. And the other one lashes out with a 22 versus your AC. 15. Yeah. 10 damage. Just twats you. It's <laughs> a big swipe. And as, adding as, me. <laughs> as, as this, this tail cat tentacle rope thing comes at you, it's not the end that hits you. It drags across the whole of you. And as it does so, all of the exposed skin where your armor isn't covering just gets hundreds and hundreds of little tiny cuts everywhere just <laughs> it's, it's it's like being dragged across sand or that's fantastic yeah. good it's not like being dragged across sand like being dragged across sandpaper or dragged across nails ow <clears throat> love it what's Broken jace doing who's jace helping mm. this time me so he said fuck this shit <laughs> Okay, um, you get to describe what he does when you act. So, um, Gimbal, this tree is definitely fucking closer. This is, it's right up to you now. It is just behind the, the group. 
Um, it's now in front. It's now between you and the roof. It just moves straight past you. Gimbal is going to um, basically try and flick the rope at the cat to try and like hit it or sort of you know flop the rope in front of its face or whatever. Do you mean I'm not handling? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it, it it goes towards it and it just can't take its gaze away from it and. Um, it seems to increase the amount of um, discomfort within the body of the beast, as it were. It's, it seems much more uh, chaotic in terms of it. it was just a roiling mass, and now it's like two roiling masses trying to go in different directions. And I get a movement as well, don't I? You get a movement as well. Okay, and when the rope basically flops in front of this cat, Gimbal is then going to keep hold of the rope and run around behind the tree. Mm-hmm. You may do so. Okay, uh, do you want to run around so you can see, or run around so it can't see you? Uh, I'm going to say run around so that I can see. Um, so so more, more, than, more than half circle. Yeah, yeah. so they're obviously dragging the rope with me so that it trails in front of the cat. <clears throat> You've definitely got its attention. And the tree rises up and comes out of the ground and the, the branches hanging down at its side sort of push down into the ground and then push it further up and its trunk splits in two as it rises out of the ground. Um, and it seems to pull itself taller and it is absolutely scratched to hell above ground uh, where it was above ground and then it is pristine underneath it is untouched bark there's not even dirt on it um, as it as it sort of lifts itself up and expands and it's so considering where I ran round, would I now be riding this tree where you ran round, um, the rope is. What I'm, what I'm thinking is, is, it was on the floor or was it around the tree? No, no the rope was on the floor. On the floor, yeah. yeah, it's still on the floor. It's still around the tree. Um, its diameter hasn't increased terribly. It's 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 sort of split in two, um, sort of halfway down the trunk, and um, it reaches out uh, and it cries out, and it, it it sounds like a tree being struck by lightning and splitting in half. It's, you hear behind you because um, you haven't turned around at this point it's absolutely silent coming at the ground other than the rustle of leaves you hear behind you what sounds like the oldest thing in the world saying die and it swipes at this cat because uh, it has a long reach uh, and it hits and it does Uh, 12 points of damage flattens uh, one branch plus like this is an arm branch of it so it just, like, reaches over the top of you um, literally over your head and just slams down on this cat uh, 10 feet away uh, for 12 points of damage which is yeah. uh, and it brings its hand back and then its other hand comes out of the ground it's, it's, it has a rock um, that, it's re- that it's wrenched out of the ground uh, which it throws at the cat and again hits for Jesus uh, 22 points of damage I think there's a spare spot on our team <laughs> I, think, I, th- I, think, I think the tree would make a good addition to our party you have advantage if you're going to roll the d20 yeah, I'm still lashing my makeshift spear together. It still seems like a good idea. Uh, do me a... What would, what would be making things in a hurry? Dexterity. 
Fuck you, natural mm. one. And I, get, <laughs> and I get no modifier. Describe whatsoever. how you fuck up. Um, I, 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 I'm doing this in a bit of a panic, and so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hold the stick with one hand, hold, hold the, the spearhead on the other, because I mean, like a spear has either some kind of like slit in it that it mounts into, or it's shaped so it goes inside. So I'm just holding it onto the side of my um, quarter staff, basically. And as I'm trying to do this, and everything's going around me, I'm trying to wrap the, the leather belt around it. I slip and gash my hand open on the edge of this blade, taking one d6 damage. You roll it. Oh, of course, six. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad gash. Yeah. Okay. You might lose a finger. Bloody in the air. <laughs> Have you got a move? You doing a move? Uh, yes, my move is taken up by me hopping round going, Fuck, fuck, motherfucking... <laughs> <laughs> Holding my hand with one hand and just basically hopping around, not being very useful. And Fuss loses faith in his human companion. Yeah. Um, Foss is going to go back to trying to distract Preacher because attacking it didn't do nothing. Okay, uh, how is it distracting it? Just like flapping around and... Yeah, same, same as before, flying around, uh, you know, weaving around and trying to just, you know, nip in and nip out to so the dodge action. Taking basically. the dodge action. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, uh, in order to in basically entice an attack and making a dodge action, I want you to... What skill would that be? I've said perform, maybe deception. Dexterity, what? I would. Straight dex, yeah, go for it. Um, let me bring his thing up. I will write his sheet out eventually. No, you won't. Gosh. Fucking hell. Five. Uh, five is not going to do it. So it's, it's going around, it is taking a dodge action, um, but it's not necessarily going to have an effect on the beast. And. Karahad, what are you doing? This tree behind you has just, like a branch has just come over your head and flattened this thing, and then a rock whirled past your head, missing you by fractions. Yeah, um, I think Karahad's going to be surprised because he was expecting the tree to be hitting him and not the beast. So, <laughs> so when that happened, he was just like <laughs> bracing himself, you know, with a with a shield, and then. He was fine, but then open, open back his eyes. Rock's gone flying past, so he's he's gonna be like, right, step back <laughs> out of the way. But I want this tree to keep attacking this beast because um, I've just I've just been cut to shit, and he's done really well. <laughs> so I wanna I wanna kind of like um, like um, fuss really. I wanna keep distracting this beast so this tree can just. Smack a shit out of it again. Uh, you've got a thing that lets you do a distraction, don't you? I was thinking about throwing my shield at it. I'll oh, throw your shield at it. You can throw, yeah, you can throw yeah, your shield yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah, make, a, we, make, we, make an attack. Yeah, yeah. Make an attack with your shield. Okay, okay. Um, so, so you're going to make a, you're gonna make a, a strength-based attack with your shield. So yeah, I'm just going to fling my shield at it in a, just an attempt. I want to keep my distance now because I've just had 10 damage. I just want to fling my shield at it. Roll a d20 plus 5. Keep that's throwing your shield, I'll give you proficiency with it. <laughs> yeah, so that's 11. 11 uh, is not going mm. to hit, it's just going to um, just get just sort of go over its head, it sort of crouches underneath it. Yeah. So at the moment that you release your shield, the ground trembles underneath you. Strongly. Make me a constitution check, please. 
A constitution save, rather. Uh, 20 plus... Um, with my constitution there. So modify 20. Yeah, yeah um, the, the ground rolls underneath you, but you, you just keep your footing, being naturally sure-footed. Everyone else make me a constitution check. If you're on the ground. We'll assume Jace falls over. That's what he does. Nine. Uh, Twenty-one. Uh, Rue, you sort of write yourself, as, as you see uh, Karahad go, it's, you just get that. You definitely feel a very strong rumble. Gimbal, you fall over behind the tree. The tree... What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the tree rocks, um, but it's, it, it's, it's sort of roots around the, the feet of it, uh, just grasp at the earth and it starts to turn. It starts to turn away from the the cat. The cat, the rumble underneath it seems to disrupt whatever unity it has, and it's already wanting to go one way, wanting to chase the thing, wanting to kill the people, wanting to claw the tree and all sorts, and it just ends up completely dissipating its its form. Uh, It stays in one sort of lump. But its form, it just sort of goes. It's like just a lump of cats now. It's just like a ball. And it's going to... Well, it's now it's its go. So it's going to try to shake loose of this thing. So it's uh, trying to get itself back together. So it's going to reform into a rough kind of cat shape. It's just going to leap straight forward towards Karahad and Jace. Um, so it's going to pounce upon you. And it's going to make a uh, strength, so that's a 7, 11, make me a strength, or athletics check, please. <laughs> 22. 22. It's good to see It's, uh, yeah, you, you manage to, to fight it off as it leaps towards you. Wrestle it, palm it off, wrestle it off. And does a 16 hit you? Uh, 15, 15 yeah, 15, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, but as it does so, it it's, takes a... You know, all, all, all these these cats forming part of it, just everywhere, absolutely everywhere. Even though you're you're kind of free to move, it's not holding you down at all. Um, they're they're just everywhere, and it's like a, a Yorkshireman and his ferrets. And that's going to be a that's six damage. Okay. As you're clawed to fuck anyway, you're not armoured. <clears throat> Jace, what's Jace doing? Who's he helping? Oh, either one of you two. He's nowhere near me. Okay, he's helping Karahad. Mm. Meanwhile, there is another shake of the ground and the rumble. Everyone give me a constitution check. Eight. Nineteen. Um, three, but that oh. was... That's a mod twenty. One by twenty? Yep. Uh, three, but that was with a natural one. What was Karahad's? Uh, eight. Eight. Karahad, uh, you managed to keep yourself upright, but this is stronger now. And along with Rue and Jace, you hit the ground hard. <clears throat> you aren't injured, but you're, you're definitely prone. The tree holds solid, but it's already turned, and it looks like it's it's starting to lean away from from the battle. Gimbal, something's coming. You kept your your footing, and you have the the very keen sense that something is coming. This rumble is not everywhere. It's not an earthquake. It's underneath you. What do you do? Gimbal's going to try and climb the tree. So uh, make me a acrobatics check, please. 21. Yeah, you scramble right up there. Get up to the top of the tree and you come face to face with a face. Yeah. Um, and he's going to cast Comprehend Languages. 
for the duration, one hour, you understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. I'm not sure if that would allow me to speak it. You comprehend. You don't get to speak it. And it's just, yeah, you just know what it, what it means. You sort of come up with this thing and it just looks at you. And, uh, <laughs> and you understand that it means who? <laughs> so you... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Took me a few seconds there, Tom. Grammar <laughs> <laughs> jokes. Uh, we've reached peak D and D. Um, so, and it it, it says uh, it says, Worm. and uh, off turn or whatever. Gimbal's just going to shout to the others, get off the ground. Uh, the tree with you on it starts to move pretty fast. So its feet never really pick off the ground. It just sort of flows through the earth. Um, and it's moving uh, back towards the way it came. Roof. Yeah, I'm still too preoccupied by the blood gushing out of my hand to really have paid any attention to what you were saying, so uh, I don't get this. Uh, and I'm really, really angry and pissed off with this now, so I am going to cast Shatter at it again. At the cat? At the cat, even though I know it didn't work as much as the last time, I'm not thinking straight. Okay. So yeah. Cast your shatter. Okay. So um, actually, it should have been taking damage for uh, thingy. So yeah. uh, do your, your spell, and then we'll roll damage. Okay. So yeah. So you need to do your Constitution saving throw versus my. Um, I fail. Thirteen. I fail, so I take half damage. Uh, and that is going to be two, five, nine. Four damage. Okay. Still not dead. And uh, we've got two rounds worth of... Um... Uh, it, only, it only does one. So it would have been the first turn after I cast it. It wouldn't do two. So that was two. Four, six. I'm going to just seven. some of my ignorance here. Eleven. Is it called the humor- humorous? Yes. The bone is humorous, yes. And that's why it's called the funny bone. Did not know that. That has to do with when you hit it, you tend to go. <laughs> it's not. It's not actually an intentional pun. It's called the hu- It's called the funny bone because it's called the humorous, which now means humour or the humour. Uh, okay, yeah. Because when you hit it, you go. <laughs> humour um, humor didn't really mean funny until like the 18th century, isn't it? So that was 11 for round one. Yep. And then for round two, six. Okay. Um, so your shatter goes off um, the cloud of daggers um, seems to sort of shred into it now that it's it's sort of more of a ball um, and it's as, as, as it gets starts to cut apart and the shatter hits it it dissipates but it doesn't seem to have quite you know there's cats dropping left right and centre now and there doesn't seem to be enough holding it together and as it sort of shrinks it just kind of disperses and as it does so it just becomes this blob of fur, this mass of fur on the ground as all the cats die. Even the ones on its tail just drop to the ground dead. The tree gets about 20 feet away from where it started to, to, to run. And to you it just says, Worm sleep. And it roots itself. The eyes close. And the face seems to just sort of disappear and just become... Why did you think it was a face? It was just this knots and stuff. And it just seems to melt back into this, this normal tree and it roots itself in and is utterly still. Everyone who is not in a tree um, or in the sky, make me a constitution. 19. 
20 not natural. Both of you feel a, uh, while you're still prone, uh, feel yet another rumble underneath you. Even though you're just sort of in the middle of trying to sort of get up and all that sort of stuff, you do feel this is something underneath you. You've, this is, this is local, this is not an earthquake, you know this. And Ru, what are you doing? The cats are dead. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a pile of fur. It's a pile of dead cats. Are we out of initiative at this point? No. Nope. Okay. Um, I'm going to ready. I'm going I'm, I'm to remind you that, that you, you, didn't, you didn't notice that Gimbal said get out of it. But yeah. you know there's something under you. Something's happening underneath you. Yeah, I don't really quite know what that is, though. So um, I, I'm going to... You ready. have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ready Eldridge Blast. And I'm going to approach the pile of cats, and I'm going to try and see if I can spot the thing that was in the centre of it that kept on, we get, kept on getting flashes of. And the the, the the spell is ready, so that if I spot it, or yeah, could we establish it was her? I'm going to then release it. So I was that that's basically in the middle of this shaking area. This area is now actually just violently shaking all the time. It's not yeah. individual tremors, and the, the the pile of cats is kind of half on top of Karahad and half not as it launched itself at him, but is right smack in the middle of this roiling area of, of disturbance. You still want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not thinking straight. I'm, I'm still half asleep. Um, I've just been attacked by all these cats. Um, I've got this massive gash in my hand that's like bleeding all over the place, which I'm a bit pissed off about, and I'm just, yeah. Okay. Go go check the cats. Is it an investigation? It's it, it's essentially, it's a cautiously walking up to it, trying to see if I can spot what was in the Investigation. Of yeah. Six. You see a pile of dead cats. I thought I probably would. With a dwarf half buried underneath it. Um, what's Fuss doing? Fuss is desperately trying to get my attention. Fuss is desperately trying to get your attention. Yeah, yeah because although I didn't hear the, the thing about getting, getting off the ground, he did, because he's got excellent perception. From... from, from Fuss's panic. What you're what you're getting is move, move. We're still an initiative though, so yeah, that's it. <laughs> Carahad, you have to make me a Constitution check if you want to get up. Yeah, I'm gonna. I want to get up. Uh, that's eighteen. Okay, uh, you can get up. It's used half of your movement, and okay. this area that you're in that's that's boiling and rolling around you is about. Um, it's about a 10 foot diameter around a spot centered on you and this massive cat. Actually centered on the massive cats, but I'm in the you're within cat. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're within that. So you've got five feet to get out of this thing. Do you want to get out or what do you want to do? There's also uh, Muggins who, while this area is literally boiling, it's like it's some, something is happening here. Um, he's just sort of wandered over and prodded. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you want to do? Um, can I just grab him by the scruff of his neck and just. Mega strength cool. check. Athletics. Oh, shit, eight. Okay, uh, Rue, are you resisting at all? Um, if it was anyone other than Karahad, I would. But I know Karahad has always got other people's best interests at heart. So, no, I'm not going to resist. Okay, so you're like, ooh, kitties, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exit stage left. Yoink. I leave uh, a shoe behind. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, so it's well within both of your movements. So if you're Great. both helping, you're, you're out of the circle. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you exit the circle, this you sort of looking up, and there's Gimbal up a tree. You're like, what the fuck, are you doing up a tree? And 
it all seems eerily quiet for just a second. And then erupting out of the centre of this ten-foot diameter comes a huge gaping moor ten feet wide. And you see this shape rush up. The ground lifts up. The whole this ten-foot diameter just lifts straight up uh, on top of this thing. And then this great gaping moor of just nothing but teeth snap shut. And cats go one way and another way and earth goes that way and the other way and there's a lot of detritus launched everywhere. Uh, I want you two to make me a dex check, please. Or dex save. Four. Nineteen. Um, Karahad, you are just in the goddamn way um, of a, like a pocket of, of um, material coming out of this thing. So some rocks, a cat, um, there's a... Uh, <clears throat> um, and what looks like a human hand just all barrels in towards you and the rock kind of, sort of as you sort of look at this human hand kind of like this is the one thing that gets you what? And so you forget to duck and the rock catches you square in the head for four points of damage. Um, and uh, Rue, you take um, two points of damage as uh, various other detritus kind of bounces off you and hits you and get dirt in that bloody hand of yours. And you see this column just get to a put its apex of uh, this this leap, I suppose you'd call it, that comes up, um, and you see that there's this sort of segmented purple tube almost coming up with what looks like horn coming off the sides, um, and then just a mouth and no eyes in that, and it as quick as it came up, it just slides back into the hole, leaving a pit. 10 feet wide by about 15 feet deep. And everything is quiet. <laughs> and Karahad, as you're sort of holding your head from this thing, thinking, what the hell is that human that hand from? You look over and amongst some eviscerated cat bodies and dirt and rocks and displaced turf, you see a human body naked, face down in the dirt. And that's where we'll call it. Dungeons and Dragons is owned by Wizards of the Coast. The song was Shards of Glass by Louis Barabbas and the Bedlam Six. If you'd like to get in touch with us, leave us feedback. It's swordnutradio at gmail.com. That's swordnutradio at gmail.com or on Twitter at Swordnut Radio, where you get a chance to choose the episode title. Thanks for listening. So much to say, so little proof there was running on the wall. Everyone around was walking tall, she said you were a piece of me. You had come, take it all and hide. Right, so, so housekeeping and stuff. Yeah, we got. Um, I think go through all the countries and stuff. Uh, we're, we're reasonably popular in Australia right now. Hmm. So, here's a shout out to all you down under. <laughs>
I, on behalf of Sword Radio, apologise for my friend's accent, which I think we should do before every accent that we ever do. Um, we can so just put a disclaimer in the, um, in the introduction. The accents you on this show. Yeah. So we we had a, a three iTunes reviews, like three five star iTunes reviews, which were really nice. And the, the, I think the one that, that um, resonated with most is that it's a ramshackle listening experience in the nicest sense yeah, of the word. I like that. So it's like you're around the table, and like it was important for me because of that moment of going, oh right, because I haven't. You know when I did the the, the show about podcasting, mm. it was all like. Well, what's your mission statement? What is it you're trying to achieve? Well, I'm like, well, I'm, I don't know, I'm just trying not to suck for a while. Um, for lack of a better way to put it, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. um, we started off with all the sucking, um, literally. And <laughs> look in your direction. Um, yeah, listen to the first episode, Dave. <laughs> yeah, no. T- she have a lollipop? No, you no. played a specific character. Yeah. His fault. Yeah, it's so totally fault. Paul's fault. First episode, Coxie. You know, uh, yeah. in- inspectors, everyone gets a talent. Never let the DM decide. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I just uh, well just stick the it's that thing that we say oh you should never do just like just record your thing by sticking a microphone in the middle of the table and go oh yeah, let's do this um, and we that's how, that's what we did but um, like it's that thing of, I don't think there's anyone else out there who does what we do in the way we do it and there's plenty of people who just record their, their weekly sessions but the standard that we produce is up there with the people who are. Um, they've got a mission statement like we're doing this you know we're, we're like uh, with Harry Roll for example you do discrete campaign arcs um, rather than so well everyone turns up week in week out and fuck it we'll do something you know what I mean um, and one shot who say like we'll, we'll just do lots of different games that people might not, may or may not know about and we'll, don't, we'll do the big ones like Pathfinder and D&D um, or God's Fall which is like we will only do God's Fall and yeah, God's this, Fall is its own yeah. thing this absolute less radio play or a uh, call of uh, uh, Cthulhu and Friends, which is we will do Cthulhu and Friends, but it will be this story rather than this game kind of thing. You know what mm. I mean? Like, and they've got comic books and all sorts of come off the back of it, but like, we are the ones that sit down and say, we are your game. Like, or uh, like, it's not like the, we're, we're the game you wish you were, but like, this is yeah. how the edited version of this is we how I imagine. We wish we were the game you wish you were. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's it. <laughs> Soundbite. Uh, but like. Please get rid of the really bad laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's that thing of like, I hope this is how, that the, our product at the end of this is how people sat around a table, look back and think and remember their own game sounding. Mm. Like, they have the soundtrack in their heads. They have that, you know, that filter. So, that, I think, is our mission statement. I'm getting, And it makes me slightly less pissed off about never having everyone around a table and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's good. Um, and, and that whole thing of, like, we just have to hand wave when people aren't here or we can just play this other thing. Or someone might just have to play that character. You know what I mean? So, it's us trying to overcome the details of the cat herding that is D&D. Yeah. Speaking of cat herding, yes, on She's a Super Geek, everyone listen to this, it's amazing. She's a Super Geek is an amazing, amazing, amazing actual play podcast. Um, but they, they were playing Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> the central premise is that it's, it's not the shitstorm that Call of Cthulhu is for the players, because you just get insane and die, um, unless you're Spencer Randall. Praise be to Spencer Randall. And it's you are a cat and therefore you are convinced that you are the most important being in the universe <laughs> and this is absolutely unshakable so all of this existential horror that happens is not a big deal 
But the, 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 the greatest rule I love in there is that if you are um, carrying something, you're also carrying it in your mouth. So you have to put a pencil in your mouth. <laughs> and at any time, even if you're talking out of character, you remove the pencil from your mouth. Your character has dropped whatever it was they're carrying. Okay. It's fucking genius. That, is, that sounds kind of fun. Also a great way to do a Mon Calamari. It's a trap! <laughs> Uh, so that's our feedback bit done. We'll <laughs> slot that in Somewhere. into an earlier seamlessly. Thing. Yes, absolutely. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Cat golem. <laughs> I never got to use the displacer beast thing. The displacer beast uh, creates a magical illusion of itself next to it, so you always have disadvantage. You don't know which one. Yeah. Is everyone enjoying Journey of a Thousand Witnesses, or is it a bit? No matter what, it throws you off. It really throws you off actually because we've just been fighting things where you hit them and, and they eventually go down. Whereas this, we're actually having... Th- the thing that Rune's going to take from this is is that his magical things no, don't always work. work. I was hoping to balance it. <laughs> Hmm. So yeah, yeah, because it was obvious that the, the thing that we were needing to kill was the thing in the centre, but it was being protected by whatever the hell it just all the cats that were surrounding it. So mm-hmm. that's actually why I was trying to make the spear because I wanted to go up to it and try and like you know drive the spear into the centre of the thing and get the the, the, the one there. Yeah. Gimbal was um, able to distract it with the tree, which it had obviously been scratching on. Mm. Um, especially when the tree sprouted arms, Gimbal was thinking that maybe the tree would yeah. grab the cat. Um. <coughs> To me, again, this is my take on the hoarder golem. Um, so, like, it's, oh, it's newspapers, it's like, it's like the crazy cat lady wow. hoarder golem. 15 uh, is going to do it, the displacer, uh, sorry, uh, um, tell me what Frightened does. Uh, I'll put it here, actually. Uh, do I? Do I? No, I don't. What does Frightened do? Excuse me. <laughs> Fuss is nervous. <laughs> 